Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, where you're nar... Start over. You're what? You're nard. <laughs> you're nard. <laughs> Take you're two. Protector. Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, where your yard needs you to get into one of the 22 Frataloni locations and get yourself in your own yard, brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 594, April 7th, 20. 21. Man, we had a three-day streak in 1991 that ends today. The high on this day in 1991 was 83. That was the third day in a row for 83 and 91. Six degrees in 1936. White Bear Lake went out on this day in 1931, 1976, 1988, 1991. You'll note those three warm days in 91. And 2004. Minnetonka went out on this day in 1925, 1929, and 1935. And boy, do I love ice out dates. And who are those brought to you by, Joe? Those are brought to you by Aquaside. Because what we're talking about are ice outs on lakes where the kids are going to go down there and swim. They don't want to get tangled up in all the crud that you can allow uh, to allow to grow on your beach. Aquaside takes care of that. They've been killing lake weeds for more than 60 years. Their pellets are the top seller. They're as classic as an old wood boat. You know what? They're they're local. They're a White Bear Lake outfit. They're easy to order online. They normally ship the same day, and Aquaside pellets are easy to use. Simply fan them over the treatment area. They begin working right away, and they're registered with both the EPA and DNR, and their products are safe for you, the fish, and your family. Call Aquaside at 1A. The ice is going out. I wouldn't wait. Mm -mm, Do it now. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby coffee shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushire. I just had an email. Where'd it go? Uh, from a fellow, uh, here it is, from Bert, who was also watching the uh, Ken Burns Hemingway series, which concludes tonight on public television. And he said, I cannot think of a better adventure than being aboard the Pillar, that's Ernest's uh, really nifty boat, hunting submarines off the coast of Cuba. That had to have been a hoot. This is what uh, Ernest and his buddies, basically they're out there getting hammered, and if they saw, uh, if they think they saw a submarine, they were going to shoot at it. And they're cruising up and down the shoreline trying to do their bit. Uh, it was just a wonderful, uh, wonderful deal. What was the book, Joe? Uh, Islands, Islands in the Stream? Uh, yeah, something like that. I, I read that. Yeah, something like that. Isn't yeah. that the Kenny Rogers song? Uh, it is, actually. It yeah. is, actually. It is, actually. <laughs> okay, See, I'll, we're going to be I'll joined. Look I'll look it up. I'll look it up. <laughs> we're going to be joined by Minneapolis defense attorney Peter Wold in about uh, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, we build up our questions on the Chauvin trial, and then Peter has graciously... Uh, made himself available. He's been involved in a number of high-profile cases, including the defense of Muhammad Noor. And I don't know about you guys, but I've formulated a couple of questions uh, that only someone like Peter could answer, and I'll be looking forward 
to uh, to talking to him about that. And I'm hesitant to start uh, anything else because uh, I need time for everything I want to talk about today. Uh, Kelsey sent me uh, a great uh, quote uh, from Ron Paul. Do you believe in free and fair elections? Then Major League Baseball is prepared to boycott you and conservatives everywhere. According to the MLB, asking for an ID in order to cast a ballot is racist. This is the same LB that asks for an ID when you buy a ticket to a game. But while the MLB attacks Americans for fighting for voter integrity, they're cozying up with the Chinese Communist Party overseas. The same week that MLB announced they were pulling the All-Star game out of Atlanta to boycott Georgia's election security law, they signed a lavish new contract with Tencent, a media company owned by the Communist Chinese government. That's right, MLB would rather associate with the Chinese Communist Party than with conservatives like you. In the eyes of corporate America, being a conservative Republican is worse than being part of the genocide squad for the communist regime. Uh, I think it's folly to take the uh, all-star game. I have something on voting today that really, really corroborates the idea of the need to tighten voting security. Uh, it just popped up locally, and, and I had no idea it was in the pipeline. It's a story I saw on CARE 11, of all places. And the headline is, Minnesota Same-Day Voter Registration Change Back in Play. And I, I want to discuss that, but I don't want to, uh, I don't want to start it now because we're all going to be able to discuss this. But uh, we're going to wait for Peter Wold because... Uh, among my questions for Peter, uh, do trials get to the point where either the defense or the prosecution risk alienating the jury? Uh, it it you're, seems to, you're going to have explain that, please. Explain well, it seems to me, you know, it's a good thing I'm not on the jury because I'm a bad waiter. Yeah, I'll say. So, so I'd be sitting there, and now for the third day in a row, I'm hearing the same thing over and over and over again from different witnesses about the use of force. And I'm thinking, let's go here. I already know this. How many, how many witnesses is the prosecution going to bring forward to tell me that the use of force was unwarranted? And uh, for all I know, it's just how you do it. Uh, again, that's why we're calling an expert, because I sure as hell don't know. But uh, it seems to me that let's get going here. Let's, let's, uh, he want, they want corroborating opinions from different sources, so they're not throwing all their coins into one basket. Isn't that? And the other question I'd have is, uh, I understand that, but if you keep bringing on witness after witness after witness to corroborate the same thing, aren't you risking a witness that might not be saying exactly what other witnesses said. That's what the defense is hoping for, and yeah, that's what the yeah. defense is trying to drive home with each one of these witnesses. And I think from the, the little bits that I've seen, the defense is doing a pretty good job. I mean, well, he doesn't have much to work with, Kenny. Well, they've already established that the knee was on the shoulder blades and not the neck. That's significant, Joe. Mm -hmm. That's big. Uh. I am writing in response to Tuesday's show and your comments about Chief Arredondo's testimony in the Chauvin trial. Briefly, I have been working in law enforcement for more than 30 years, and I have written you before. Before I proceed, the correct term you were looking for was the blue wall of silence, not the thin blue line. Mm. 
The latter refers to the line that police are the barrier between a civilized society and chaos. Of course, the left now shouts that the thin blue line is racist. As they argue, the phrase represents cops are a gang separated from the general public, specifically minority communities. That is totally wrong. The blue line is meant to represent the police are the glue that holds civilized society together. Chief Veridondo's testimony was not unusual or heroic or groundbreaking. He was not taking down any blue wall of silence. In fact, not one cop of the many I have spoken to in the past week has been surprised at any of the testimony from the chief or other Minneapolis officers. No one has found what has been said in court to be unusual or shocking. Those testifying or do are doing what they should be doing, providing testimony to the best of their ability. Also, please remember these officers are witnesses being called by the prosecution, so it would not be unusual they would speak out against Chauvin. Chief Arredondo fired Chauvin immediately. That was probably a good indication he would not do whatever he could a year later to protect Chauvin. The other officers who are testifying were vetted by the prosecution prior to being placed on the stand. The prosecution would not have called witnesses who would not have been at odds with the case they are trying to present. Every officer who has testified has been sincere and forthcoming, but this has been not been a sign of the blue wall of silence being brought down. Truth be told, Joe, the blue wall of science is more fiction than fact. There is much more made in the media about the blue wall of science and silence than actually exists in police departments. Over my career, I have seen a lot of police officers fired because other cops spoke up. No one wants to work with a bad cop. Regarding Chauvin's trial, he still deserves due process, which you agree. In your case, I believe, rightly or wrongly, you had a very visceral reaction to the video. If I am wrong about that assumption, I apologize. As you say often, I cannot unsee what I saw. That means you are human, which is more than okay. However, the case must be decided beyond a reasonable doubt. Mr. Floyd says he cannot breathe while he is standing up, which possibly indicated he was already in cardiac distress. While Chauvin is kneeling on him, Mr. Floyd was able to lift his head up and turn and look in the other direction. Joe, I assure you, if a grown man has all their weight on your neck, especially with malice, you are not going to be able to lift your head up one bit. The autopsy showed no bruising to Mr. Floyd's neck. Mr. Floyd could speak. In my experience, if your windpipe is blocked, you cannot speak. The best example of this is a person choking on a large piece of steak at the dinner table. They cannot ask for help. Typically, they will only put both hands in their own throat. At the best, you might hear a pitched wheeze as they try to speak. I have yet to see any proof this was a racially motivated event. <coughs> Excuse me. Perfect help. Someone on Garage Logic mentioned last year they believed what Chauvin did was because Mr. Floyd was black. I don't think any of us said that. What? No, 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 not one no, 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 that. no, that is wrong. I know, no. we didn't say that. I do not have any media sources or Minneapolis police inside informants, so I assume whomever said that was basing it on facts from these sources that Chauvin uh, was may have been a, a confirmed member of the KKK or had Nazi-related tattoos or routinely used racial sources. I'm sorry, slurs. Maybe that, I have not heard any of that. Maybe this will come out as the trial progresses, but to date, I am not aware of the existence of that evidence. Before closing, I want to make it clear, I am not defending Chauvin. N-O-T, not. What he did was simply uh, stand, why he did not simply stand up is beyond me. My point is he deserves full due process, as everyone does, because that is how the system works. Cops are not perfect. 
and we are all human, but by and large, the overwhelming majority are noble and honorable people who are doing all they can to make the world a better place for the communities they work in. As a California sheriff once said, the cop you called every name in the book at 2 o'clock in the morning for a speeding ticket he gave you would take a bullet for you at 3 o'clock in the morning. Cops go to work every day willing to put their lives on the line for people they know, uh, for people they don't know, yet knowing full well the person they may die for is probably does not even like them. Keep up the good work, Mayor, for obvious reasons. I cannot sign my name. And he said, uh, I was wrong yesterday, uh, but I almost got it. And so I think when a police officer uh, takes the time to write something that meaningful and sincere, I believe it should be read by yes, us. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. so I, uh, I really like what he said about full due process, and I think that's what we're seeing in court with uh, all the witnesses uh, being grilled from both sides. It's not what we've seen outside of court um, every day leading up to this. Um, you know, the pronouncement of him being guilty and him uh, murdering him and killing him and uh, the outrage at certain testimony that we're seeing. Uh, thank God due process still uh, hopefully survives within the walls of the court. I got so many uh, emails today regarding our clients. I, I got one from... But Steve, who said, you know what, I'm standing up in Forest Lake and I'm getting a Dairy Queen. And lo and behold, what I noticed next to me is EcoFund. And it was bustling <laughs> with happy people. So then he sends me virtually military quality maps seen from overhead of <laughs> EcoFund and Dairy Queen. Well, well, thank you. I kind of vaguely knew there was a Dairy Queen there, but I, I didn't really know that was important in terms of EcoFund. But I guess what you do is you go to EcoFund. And then to celebrate, you grab yourself a cone. You go over next door and get the cone. <laughs> EcoFun Motorsports is right there on Highway 61 in Forest Lake with a great inventory of electric assist bikes, the great inventory of gas-powered scooters that turn every errand into an adventure, the full line of Yamaha products, the youth recreational equipment, helmets, apparel, great service department. Uh, I can't wait to get my scooter back. I still have to get a hold of Tim and do that. Uh, because he took care of it for me all winter, serviced it, and stored it. He'll do that kind of thing for you, too. EcoFund is a wonderful, wonderful stop for recreational equipment. And then, as I now know, what the hell? You're damn near forced to go next door and get a cone mm -hmm. at the Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bring one back to the store. There you go. All right. Thank you very much. EcoFund Motorsports is on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. I'm thinking punch, punch cigar. There's nothing better than a good cigar. Punch happens to be my favorite brand. The best way to make a great day even better is with a punch cigar from Sodi's Cigar and Pipe in Stillwater. It's the place to stock up. When, uh, when you go to Sodi's to buy your cigars, you're going to find out this is more than just running in, grabbing a few punch cigars and getting out of there. This is the whole experience. A great shop, huge humidor, well-stocked, wide variety. Uh, and if you walk into that humidor not knowing what you want, call in some help. These guys are pros. They can work uh, They can work with you and help you through it. Uh, that that, that uh, humidor 
It's right by the smoking lounge, and the smoking lounge is amazing. It's separated from the purchase area, state-of-the-art ventilation, so you can go in, smoke a cigar, walk out, and you won't carry that smell with you all over town. The guys at Sodi's, they have the knowledge, like I said, to help you pick out the right one. Even if you're brand new at this, you've only done it once or twice, or maybe you're stocking up for a party, whatever. Go in there. But if you are an old pro... Join the Sodi's Club. It's a special membership where you receive a personal cigar locker in the store and then a 15% discount on all merchandise. They're located right off of Highway 36 on Osgood in Stillwater. It's the last light before you head over the bridge, okay? So you're going eastbound, hang a right on Osgood. You'll see a Sodi cigar and pipe right there on your right. You can also find them on the web, SodiCigars.com. And when you stroll in, please, please, Tell them that the dummies at Garage Logic Podcast sent you. We are joined by Minneapolis defense attorney Peter Wold, who's been gracious enough to check in with us weekly during the Chauvin trial. And uh, Peter, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Joe. How are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, one of the questions I have for you this time around is, does the, do the, does the defense and the prosecution ever reach a point in a trial where they worry about possibly alienating a juror or jury? Oh, I think that's, uh, it, you know, it should always be on their minds. And I think it is. You bet. Yeah. Because it seems to me we're, we're, we're really getting hammered with the same type of testimony now for three days in a row. Perhaps that's the way this is done. Help, help me understand that. Well, I mean, are, are you talking about uh, the officers coming in, the different officers coming in that have uh, explained their roles and their opinions? Is that what you're talking about, Joe? Yes, on use of force. And we're unanimously hearing that this was an unwarranted use of force. Well, I, I think you look at the um, uh, officers that have been brought in, they, uh, you know, they've first started out with the, basically the, the commander in charge of the uh, academy, then uh, uh, the um, guy that testified yesterday uh, that was uh, one of the more hands-on guys at mm -hmm. the uh, academy. I mean, there, there he's, he was a supervisor of the academy, so, you know, they're just basically uh, sealing, it seems like they're, they're putting a seal around anyone that uh, had responsibility at the academy to say uh, uh, that's the way it was, and that's what they were taught, and uh, uh, so there's no, uh, you, know, you know, they're trying to eliminate chance, chances for the uh, defense to bring in a, an academy instructor to say something different so yeah it can be uh, uh, uh tedious but um that's um uh, they're they're just trying to seal their case so there's no leakage when the defense comes along that's what it seems like to me all right yeah. how do you feel the defense is doing up to this point how do you rate their uh the defense their effort uh, I, I I think the you know the last couple of days with uh, the experts and uh, even some of the people from the academy they've been uh, 
able to um, uh, make some points. Um, and uh, I, I um, uh, for example, uh, just uh, uh, yesterday uh, when the uh, medical trainer uh, testified, um, you, you know, she agreed that if you're distracted, it can take your mind away from uh, uh, the health care you should be uh, providing um, and different things like that. Uh, this morning with the uh, uh, expert uh, from L.A., um, I thought he did. Uh, 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 he, he, he scored some points, certainly, uh, with him about, you know, camera angles and different things like that and, uh, and how it um, can impact uh, the normal, the normal uh, steps you, 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 you should be taking. I, I, I think, um, you, you know, what strikes me a bit that I haven't heard either from the judge or, or uh, the defense attorney or any place in the trial is the fact that, you know, we've heard 5,000 pages of policy uh, from Minneapolis Police Department or whatever it is, uh, and um, that, uh, you know, he violated this policy, violated that policy, violated this other policy. The, the, yeah. the fact is, uh, Chauvin's not on trial for violating Minneapolis police policy. That's not what he's charged with. Oh, right. He's, char he's charged with, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, second-degree murder, yeah. third-degree murder, and, oh. and, uh, and manslaughter, and you will not see anything in any jury instruction that says violation of a policy equates to uh, violating a criminal statute. It's just not the case. And I, um, uh, I've, I've, I've been in many trials where uh, the judge will uh, allow that evidence in because it shows knowledge and so forth about uh, uh, what... Um, uh, maybe relevant in a case, but it, it the judge will instruct the jury that uh, the defendant's not on trial for violating a policy. He's on trial for committing the uh, crimes charged, and I will give you the elements of what those crimes charged are. Mm -hmm. But he's not on, even though I'm allowing testimony about what Minneapolis policy is and that uh, this defendant uh, was aware of the policy, he's not on trial for violating the policy. And, uh, and you think you think that has not been said enough? I, I, I don't know if it, I, I haven't heard it. Okay. I haven't heard it. So uh, would that indicate to you that they might not have the strong case that we all assume they do? I'm 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 not suggesting anything about. Um, I, I I think they put on a strong okay. case. All uh, right. Okay. Thank but, you. But uh, it, there there's a difference. There's a difference there, and um, at some point, I expect you'll hear hear that. I mean, we you know one line might be, 
you've heard days of testimony about violating policy here, but we're not on trial for violating policy. That's, I mean, you know, that might get you fired, uh, but it doesn't get you convicted of a criminal offense. Do the... uh what do you anticipate is is next for the defense? At, at some point, are they going to parade a list of what they believe to be their witnesses, their experts? I I, I anticipate there'll be expert testimony from uh, from the defense. Uh, uh, certainly, uh, a, a medical expert I'd anticipate, and uh, potentially a use of force expert of of some type, uh, but I don't know that. I don't know that. Do you find this trial interesting to you personally? I do. I yep. do. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I think uh, it, uh, I, it, it's, and I hope it's interesting to the public. I mean, it's, and I date myself by talking about Perry Mason, but any of the, any John Grisham, any, anything. Right. I mean, these these aren't uh, sixty minute uh, stories, and there's right, a right. lot of uh, backfill that goes into every trial, and a lot of uh, necessary evidence that's not that exciting. Uh, but it's part of building uh, building and or tearing down elements of an, of uh, an offense. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it's been uh, it's been pretty descriptive of that. If you, uh, Peter, you talked about uh, not being able to use that as evidence, the violating policy stuff, wouldn't it? No, 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 I'm I'm Mm -hmm. not saying it can't be used as evidence. Uh, I'm Mm -hmm. just saying the mere violation of a policy doesn't equate to uh, violating an element of of the offense charged. Okay, So, so the defense is making good points at this juncture it appears yeah yeah i i think they have in the last couple of days yeah with the the witnesses that came and obviously um yeah yeah you know when you have the uh, emotional testimony of uh uh that came in the in the first week of the trial um that that's yeah it it's it's probably less productive than helpful to try to attack that emotional testimony so um i i think the things have changed with this type of witness over the last couple of days for the defense you you said earlier that the prosecution wants to seal up everything they don't want any leakage does that mean does that mean if they still feel vulnerable to that end that you might get a few more days of similar witnesses giving similar testimony just so they're crossing all their T's and dotting all their I's. Oh, that, that's, that's possible. But, but as you mentioned in the beginning, uh, um, uh, any prosecutor and any uh, uh, defense lawyer, um, their audience is the jury, not uh, national and worldwide TV. Right. Uh, so, yeah, you know, they keep track of that. I mean, you, you know, there were reports yesterday about jurors stopping taking notes, maybe even uh, nodding off. That, that, that doesn't take long for that message to get to the lawyers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
and and that's that. I I don't uh, I don't I I I think as you see now they're into to uh, uh, experts, the BCA uh, uh, agent, the case agent in this case is. Um, is testifying so they're they're moving down the line of their witnesses it seems and um so no i i think the most likely the police officers given their opinions they're they're probably past that they're uh, you know they put their first use of force expert on um uh, yesterday and today, uh, I don't know if they have another one or not. Probably not because they got the testimony they needed from the the training department. So um, I, I mean, the next step could well be the the medical evidence, and obviously, um, causation is the absolute critical factor in this case. I think what we're all learning, I'm certainly learning, having never previously paid this much attention to a trial, maybe with the exception of your client, Mohammed Noor, uh, how arcane these things can be. They they are really, really carefully done, aren't they? There's there's a It's an amazing amount of care that's being taken into every word that's spoken. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. And, and um, I'm, I'm impressed uh, by um, all sides here. I mean, it might be, you know, more, some are more boring parts than others, but, I mean, there's really been no grandstand in here. There's no, I mean, this. I, I, I think uh, everyone's been uh, appropriately deferential uh, to the jury without uh, trying to, yeah, you, you know, make uh, a made-for-TV moment here. So I'm, I've been uh, pleasantly uh, impressed with that. Peter, where we stand today, has your opinion changed one way or another at what you view the possible outcome is going to be as opposed to, let's say, what you thought might happen 30 days ago? You know, I, um, I, 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 I can't say it has. I can't say... It has just because I think uh, the ultimate issue will be the uh, causation. That's what it should be. What what caused Mr. Floyd's death and was something that uh, uh, Mr. Chauvin did a um, substantial cause of of that, and and we still don't have much evidence on that issue yet. Um, so it's it's uh, still on the balance. Well, it continues to be fascinating, and we certainly, certainly appreciate your weighing in with us. Uh, we're going to count on talking yeah. to you next week as well. Yeah, certainly. certainly. All right, Thank Peter. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Peter Wold, who's had numerous high-profile cases as a defense attorney in Minneapolis. Oh, God, it's so nice not floundering in the water, flapping our arms, not knowing anything. <laughs> so awesome having him. Man. Well, did you catch what he said at the end? We haven't gotten anywhere yet. Right. What, we're headed, what we're headed towards is causation, and that'll bring in a litany 
of defense experts who will then be cross-examined, I imagine, by the prosecution. But we're headed for causation. Did Chauvin result in Floyd's death? It's going to be fascinating. So what you're saying is if you're a bad waiter, don't expect an outcome anytime soon. (laughs) Well, I'm not not a bad waiter when it comes to this. I think I would be if I was on the jury. Right. But I'm a... I'm appreciative that we have a guy like this to help guide us through this, and I think it's a, it's extraordinarily interesting what we're learning. Uh, again, I haven't really ever paid, I never paid this a kind of attention to the OJ trial, for example. That's the I, I only never, trial I have paid attention yeah. to, so yeah. I, I, I certainly have no business commenting on this one. Yeah. You recall yesterday... Uh, this is Otto Wurst from Germany. I wrote yesterday about the seven-pound ham flying to Denver. Yeah. Yes. First off, yes. I have listened from almost the beginning, and my family are sometimes emailers. I know when the foghorn is sounded, that is the ruling. However, I would like to offer some historical background in relation to my daughter's name, which you foghorned. CI <laughs> Girl Charity is a millennial listener who is spreading GL common sense in the Denver area even to her millennial friend. She has written to you a few times, and Reavers has defended her name in the past. Yesterday, you foghorned her name. A ruling is a ruling, but here is some history for you to consider. Oh, I love this. name Charity was popular from 1840 to 1920. It's from the Middle English Charit, Charity, from Old French Charit, Latin Caritas. The ancestors of the name Charity date back to the Anglo-Saxon tribes of Britain. The name is derived from when the Charity family lived in or near to the Charity, which was either a dispensary, uh, a dispensary or of charity, or a hospital that was connected to the church. The surname has Latin origins in the name of Caritatum, which means kindness, generosity, and humanity. I would insert the link here, but that would take technology and stuff beyond my understanding. <laughs> The name has its own coat of arms, and my daughter is named after her great-grandmother, who was part of the great living American generation. I won't argue a ruling, but would like you to reconsider. I'm a loyal listener, proud 21st-er, and continue to try push back against the failed academy. Otto from Worst, Germany. Well, it gets worse. Charity wrote me. Oh, read on, dear mayor, read on. (laughs) Joe, my father wrote uh, yesterday regarding our Easter dinner of a double-smoked ham from Grunhofer's (laughs) that made its way by air to my home in Denver. Best ham would recommend from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. What has changed in the last nine months that made you decide to foghorn my name? I wrote in a couple of times last summer regarding my family's trip to Itasca State Park during the time the crew was enjoying the Minnesota DNR live cam from the Mississippi headwaters. As I recall, you questioned my name over the summer, and with the defense of Kenny and Reavers from seeing me on Twitter, you obliged and did not foghorn my name. So, Mayor, what has changed? Keep me posted. Also, the mention of my human, Luke, who is, in fact, my live-in boyfriend, is just my version of your CP, Kenny's roommate, Reaver's bride, and the DA. It's just what I call him. He's my human. Always pushing back, soon to be from Castle Rock, but from now in Denver, and praying for my alma mater in Boulder. All the best, CI Girl Charity. I humbly withdraw that ruling. So wait, <laughs> thank you. what you're trying to say is, we apologize for ripping the hell out of you, but thanks for participating in a sponsor. <laughs> thanks for hauling that seven-pound ham. You had to buy your own seat on the plane for it. 
I, I uh, charity, it's withdrawn. Wow. Charity does not get foghorn. Uh, well, a, a wonderful history was given me. I stand humbled and corrected, and uh, uh, that constitutes charity. yeah. Charity, this is going to happen again. Uh, so oh, no, I, am, I won't. I am. No, it's going to happen again. How do you spell her name? I want the proper Charity, just the right, just the C-H-A-R-I- way it sounds. C H A R I T Y T Y. Yeah. Um, putting it on a post-it note and putting it on my boards <laughs> to remind myself that the next time the mayor loses his mind and foghorns <laughs> your name, we will go into attack mode for you. Well, that was a long way of saying another satisfied group of people at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. <laughs> uh, they chose that seven-pound ham. They bought a uh, business class seat for it, put it on, under the seat belt, gave it a magazine to read, and then when they got there, <laughs> when they got there, they put it in a stroller and wheeled it off the plane and right over to Charity's place. There you it's go. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. It's at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. It's been a long winter for Minnesota businesses. Now it's time to spring forward to Sioux Falls. I'm Dean Diesick with the Sioux Falls Development Foundation. Sioux Falls has what your business needs to make a fresh start. Fewer taxes, less business regulation, and higher profits. Along with build-ready sites and available buildings to get you up and running fast. Best of all, companies of all sizes make more money in Sioux Falls. We've got the details on our website at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Now more than ever, Minnesota companies are talking with us about expansion or relocation to the Sioux Falls area. Minnesota business people are excited about our short commutes, safe streets, and quality of life excellence. Make your move to Sioux Falls. You'll find productive people, affordable land, reduced red tape, and fewer taxes, not to mention higher profits. Spring is a great time to expand or relocate your business to Sioux Falls. Pay us a visit at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Hey, become a part of the Chill Boys family like the entire Garage Logic staff and also so many of you GLers right now that have made your purchase for maybe for yourself or for somebody else. It doesn't matter because they are the hands down most comfortable underwear you will ever own. I promise you. They have a wide variety. It's performance boxers, bamboo boxers, bamboo boxer briefs. Just check out their website right now chillboys.com there you can place your order for the comfortable boxers or maybe you want a couple of cool t-shirts sunglasses whatever you want go online right now here's the coolest part if you have an order over $40 it ships fast and free in the United States yeah anywhere they're a local Minnesota company and they are so happy to be part of the garage logic family they also have a really cool number of sale items that are going on right now so do like we did become a part of the chill boys family whether you want the performance the bamboo it doesn't matter you're going to really be happy with your purchase at chill boys brand on twitter did you ever think common sense would be this much fun joe suchere i mean my i'm gonna brag here a little bit um i was already bragging earlier this week about all the cylinders i used last weekend and how they all ran flawlessly because seafoam is a wonderful product in the world of bad gas. I'm also happy to report that the 2016 GMC 2500 running very happy and healthy despite the 95,000 miles on it. She recently went in for her annual checkup. Oh, by the way, uh, about every third tank of gas, she gets a can of seafoam high mileage. And now it's been confirmed that not only is it helping my throttle body stay oh, svelte and, and healthy, 
it's also really helping the mileage. And with gas prices being what they are, I think we should all be dumping in a can of sea. See, I said it, Such dumping, dumping, dumping in a can of sea foam every few tanks. And I got chastised off the air that last break. Uh, you know what? I, I like this story so much, I think I'm going to enter my own story in the hashtag Seafoams Works <laughs> contest. Uh, and you know what? I think I might make myself a winner this Friday, all thanks to Seafoam <laughs> and me. So you mean you're going to be winning? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to be winning. <laughs> nice. It's available everywhere, and it's our only friend in a world of bad gas. It is Seafoam. You guys... The guy who sent the spy photos of, of EcoFun and the Dairy Queen? Yeah. Uh-huh. He just sent a spy photo. He won't say where it is. Your house. But it says, coming soon, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. What? Yes. Oh. It looks like in a very nice kind of shopping center or something. And he, okay. won't, he didn't tell us where. So I'm not losing my mind. Somebody else, I thought somebody else had sent me that. It was on Twitter, I, I believe. He, he oh, is that where I saw yeah, it? Yeah, he okay. tagged all of us. I saw it, too. Okay, good. Huh. I'm going to start with a blanket statement. All right. Uh, no, even though I think I voted last November, didn't I vote a day early and caught a lot of flack for that? You did. Because I am a... Uh, I vote on voting day, and I vote at my polling place, and I don't recall why I chose to I, vote a day early. Do I you? remember, yes. You had concerns over the virus. No. Yes. Oh, I know what it was. Yes. No, my broken leg. I oh. didn't want to stand on a broken leg for a long time. I thought it was health-related. Like no, you wanted well, it was. It was my leg. leg. That, that is health-related. Well, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Leg. Well, as Roycey reminded us yesterday off the air, Such, <laughs> you're the one that was telling the entire world to go back to work from the confines of your home office. <laughs> Open her up. Well, Open everything nice, up. I'm staying I've really right had here. to change my tune. <laughs> so I came across this today, and I feel that those of us who vote on voting day at your polling place, we are the ones who are disenfranchised. And I'll tell you what I mean. Our vote gets counted. But then it gets lost in so many layers and antics and uh, uh, shifting deadlines and mailing in locations and on it. Well, listen to this. <clears throat> There's a new push in the state capitol here to change how Minnesota's election day registration process works. <clears throat> Excuse me. Senate Republicans have included a provisional ballot system in the state government operations omnibus bill. It will be debated today as part of a package of election reforms GOP legislators assert are needed to improve the public's faith in the integrity of the elections in the state. How it works essentially is that ballots cast by people who register on the day of the election wouldn't be counted and added to that day's totals. Their ballots would be placed in limbo as provisional ballots, and their votes could be added to the total later if local election administrators can verify their addresses and other eligibility criteria. Republicans would prefer to end same-day registration altogether, but they offer this as the middle ground between the current system and opposing a hard deadline to register weeks before an election. Minnesota's same-day system allows voting-age adults the opportunity to make a last-minute decision to participate, or it lets people 
re-register if they've changed addresses since the last time they voted. Is anybody following this? No. Yeah. And this is done. This is being put forth by the good guys. I, I did this. Well, Why is this bad? <laughs> if Wait you're so uninterested and, and uninformed that you decide on the day of an election you might register, go to hell. I'm not. I don't care about your vote. Well, but what about people that no, may have no, moved to the I, area? Or I reject that. I, I know you do. That. I know yeah, you I do. do. I do too. And I have. I a know you do. I know you related do. Related to that today, actually. Ah, this drives me nuts. Minnesota Secretary of State Steve Simon, a Democrat, opposes the idea of switching to a provisional ballot system. He asserts it would add unnecessary barriers to thousands of legitimate voters in a state where documented cases of voter impersonation and double voting are extremely rare. Uh, it means if you show up to register on Election Day, you're not really registering to vote. You're registering to put your ballot in a maybe pile. Maybe it will get counted. Maybe it won't. I, I don't know what's going on, except huh. to me, it, to me, it's an additional example of the tinkering never stops. And this is done yeah. by the Republicans, which I supposedly uh, would be imagined that I would be imagined to favor. Uh, I don't favor any of this BS. When go it's ahead, election John. day, go vote. Go ahead. Uh, only, only. Uh, I have a news story that kind of relates to this. Mississippi. Did you see this? The Secretary no. of State there. No. He said that uh, he's worried that the nation will suffer if more woke and uninformed college students become registered voters and are able to vote. Well, yeah. um, gee, uh, uh, thankfully, the old governor of Mississippi said his talking points are from the 1950s. Literacy yeah. tests, anyone? I mean, that's yeah. what you're talking about, basically. How how can you give a rat's ass about when somebody registered to vote, Such? I don't know. How, I how guess I'm that... wrong. I guess I'm wrong. I was wrong about <laughs> charity, wasn't I? <laughs> well, I, I found it very helpful. Uh, I was what you, you like, disenfranchised, I think would be the best word. Mm -hmm. Hadn't there voted in a while. Uh, felt that it, the process was a waste of time. Blah, 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 blah. All wrong reasons, I know. Erroneous. Uh, but the last election, I decided, you know what, I'm in. On election day, I went down there, registered, voted. My ballot went in with everybody else's ballot, and I was in and out of there in less than 10 minutes. Well, this seems great. to suggest this seems to suggest your ballot would be put in a, a limbo pile. No, mine wasn't, no. Yeah. Yeah. no. And, Let's and take a break be. and come back with John Hyde. Never mind. Scrat, re, just re, <laughs> come Come on, I'm up the for a fight. Ten minutes. <laughs> I'm up for a fight. Let's How fight. The hell <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. I still think that that sounds like rookie with a cold. I know it's not. I, think I it know is. it's been. It's the it's end been. of the world as we know it, and he yeah. feels fine. Joe Souchere. No, that is rookie. It's, no, that's it's Ben Johnson. No, that's, no, rook. that's rook. That's rook. Really? It's yeah. the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. It's totally rookie. Yes, it's, yeah. Here's John we, Height. No, here's well, Ken Wilson. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But first. But first. You, you relax Booga, booga. COVID boy. Just uh, sit back and itch your fingers. Uh, for a beautiful itch. season. Yeah. It, well, that's Scratch. one of the signs I've discovered. Itchy fingers. 
Uh, what were we doing? Oh, professionalturf.com <laughs> right. for a beautiful lawn all season long. That's where you go. They are the Metro leader in the <clears throat> My Lawn is Better Than Your Lawn contest. You never have to worry or fret about weeds, bare spots, mystery patches. Again, professionalturf.com. Now, what they're going to do is use a combination of granular and liquid fertilizers and weed killers mixed to the specs that your lawn requires to make it thick and happy and luscious for the entire growing season. That's why they come out for the in-person estimate. You can't figure this crap out over the phone. you got to see for yourself, and that's what they do. Uh, Log on to ProfessionalTurf.com, request that estimate, get signed up for the season, and it's not as expensive as you think it is. Don't worry. It's totally worth it, and you'll always win the best yard on the block contest. All of us at GL have done it. We've put our hands in the Pro Turf Pros professionalturf.com they do amazing work thank you now here's john height thank you joe this update brought to you by professionalturf.com the trial of former minneapolis police officer derek chauvin continued this morning sergeant jody steiger from the la police department a use of force expert called to the stand to resume his testimony state prosecutor steve schleicher asked steiger to describe what he sees in photos shown in court regarding the position of Chauvin on Floyd. He described the former officer to be, quote, on his knees and pushing down from his knee area from his body. He also noted another factor to think about when evaluating use of force is the number of officers versus the number of subjects. Republicans are sounding the alarm about a House transportation bill proposal to index Minnesota's gas tax to construction costs. Uh, Your guy, Joe, Minneapolis Democrat Frank Hornstein, says a steep increase in the gas tax is, in his words, still appropriate. And he's making a huge concession in an attempt to reach across the aisle. While seeker Republican John Petersburg says the plan will hit Minnesotans of every income level, including the poor, at a time when people are still trying to recover from the pandemic, Hornstein argues much-needed infrastructure projects will create jobs and help jumpstart Minnesota's economy. A one-year-old girl heard after someone fired shots at a vehicle in St. Paul on Monday. St. Paul police reported officers were called at about 4.15 in the afternoon to the intersection of White Bear Avenue and Conway Street on multiple reports of a shooting. When they got there, officers blocked off the area, found numerous bullet casings at the scene. Officers then learned the one-year-old girl who had a minor injury to her back had arrived at Regions Hospital. The police report filed in connection with the incident says doctors were unable to figure out whether the girl was hit by a bullet or if glass from a window cutter. Police spoke with the girl's mother, who said she, the girl, and another child were in a vehicle that the women's boyfriend had been driving along Conway Street when a black sedan pulled to the side and a person inside began shooting at them. No arrests had been made as of Wednesday morning, according Four, police. four o'clock in the afternoon, Johnny? 4.15 in the afternoon yesterday. Oh, that's nice. Does a, a gal like that even have a chance in life when yeah. she's already experienced that at age 11? It's a tough one. Yep. Age, age one, Kenny. I don't know if... Uh, what? It was a yeah, one-year-old. 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 Oh, I thought you said 11. No, one? One-year-old. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. As... As part of its racial equity efforts, Target Corporation is pledging to sell products from more than 500 black-owned brands by the end of 2025. That goal, part of a new $2 billion commitment the Minneapolis-based retailer is making to spend with black-owned businesses over five years. 
The company did not provide any specifics on how much it currently spends with the companies, but said the commitment represents a significant increase. Target currently carries 65-plus black-owned brands, including several in its beauty department. It'll also launch a new program called Edward Founders to help black entrepreneurs grow and scale their businesses for mass retail. A lawyer for Alexei Navalny has said the prominent Russian opposition figure has tested negative for COVID-19. Navalny is detained in prison since February, announced a hunger strike last week in protest at what he said was the refusal of prison authorities to treat him properly for his acute back and leg pain. Felix Light, journalist with the Moscow Times, says Navalny has a number of health concerns, some of which are related to his past suspected poisoning by the Russian government. Amnesty International said yesterday it had concerns that Russia is, in their words, slowly trying to kill him by not giving him the treatment he needs. And in fact, the Russian government also arrested his personal doctor for wanting to give him treatment. Israel notified the U.S. it's responsible for an attack on an Iranian cargo ship affiliated with the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, an American official told the New York Times. Spokesman for the Iranian Foreign Ministry confirmed on Wednesday the Seviz was lightly damaged in the Red Sea off the coast of Djibouti at about 6 a.m. on Tuesday due to an explosion. Uh, we now know uh, why Tiger Woods crashed. Did you guys uh, see this yep, this morning? Sure did. A little speeding problem, John? Well, he, he was going pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods' February accident was caused by excessive speed, the L.A. County Sheriff's Office said this morning. He will not face any charges. There were no signs of impairment, according to Sheriff Alex Villanova. Woods' SUV was traveling 84 to 87 miles an hour on a downhill stretch of road outside L.A. The speed limit in that area 45 miles an hour. Uh, When his car hit the tree, his car was moving at about 75 miles an hour. Villanova blamed the February 23rd crash solely on excessive speed and Woods' loss of control behind the wheel. Villanova said Woods and his representatives have been cooperating with the investigation and gave permission to share the findings. Woods had been back home to host his PGA tournament, the Genesis Invitational, at Riviera Country Club when the crash happened. He was driving an SUV loaned to him by the tournament when he hit a raised median in Rolling Hills Estates just outside of Los Angeles. The SUV crossed through two oncoming lanes and uprooted a tree on a downhill stretch that police said is known for Rex. So we've got no second. update on his uh, ability to walk or with a walker or crutches. I have no idea if he's mobile. Wasn't there a statement recently from him within the last day or two saying he wants to come back once again? I did not see I that. I did not see that. Yeah. I heard huh. that on uh, on my uh, other job. Um, but I have a question for you, Joe. So do you think that he has done this same stretch in a car that might handle a little better at the same speed and he was given this one a test run or do you think he was driving blindly and out of his um skill level b b (laughs) do you (laughs) i'm just wondering i mean that's a pretty confident speed for an area that's 40 so if something's 40 that means you could probably pull it off doing 55 right isn't that it's normally a, it's the a, case? It's a, it's a pretty confident speed when you're sound asleep, would be my guess. There was no well, now, effort to stop that vehicle. It only stopped because it crashed. That, But that hasn't been introduced. Well, it was always in the first reports. There was never any indication that that vehicle attempted to stop. Because there were no skid marks. Nothing. Yeah. That car yeah. stopped when it crashed. 
Plus, the uh, report from today said 84 to 87, but when he hit the tree, it was still doing 75. So he mm-hmm. didn't he didn't put any effort. And Joe, back to your stop. point of, well, we haven't got an update. Wouldn't that violate HIPAA laws if he's still in the hospital? He's not. He's at home. Well, in but Jupiter, Florida. No, but I'm saying, you know, they can't release information without his authorization. Well, he can tell, he, Roy McElroy just went to visit him before the Masters. He could have told Roy anything he wanted. Oh, Here, tell the people I'm walking or whatever. I suppose. No, it has nothing to do with HIPAA laws. I suppose. Nearly half of the nation's new COVID-19 cases are concentrated in just five states. Right Together, here in St. Paul? No, nothing nothing <laughs> in Minnesota. Uh, the five states uh, where uh, almost half those cases are from the U.S. are New York, Florida, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. They accounted for 44% of all new infections between March 29th and April 4th, with about 197,500 cases out of the 452 coming from those five states. New York recorded 52.9 cases last week, or an average about 7,500 a day, counting for 12% of the nation's total cases. Michigan right behind it with a surge of new infections. Uh, Florida in third, 37,927 cases. Former Republican House Speaker John Boehner has a book coming out later this month. Excerpts released last week showed his disgust with the new guard of the Republican Party, especially, it appears, Ted Cruz. Well, new excerpts from Boehner are blaming former President Trump for the deadly January 6th rioting at the U.S. Capitol, saying he riled the crowd to commit violent acts for selfish political reasons. He wrote in the new book, which is set to be published this month, Whatever they end up doing or not doing, none of it will compare to one of the lowest points of American democracy that we lived through in January 2021. Uh, The former speaker wrote that Trump's refusal to accept the result of the 2020 presidential election not only cost Republicans the Senate, but led to mob violence. Uh, In answer, in a statement to the New York Times, Trump called Boehner a rhino, Republican in name only, and suggested he was drunk when he was writing his book. In teasing his audiobook release earlier this year, Boehner, a well-documented uh, documented wine connoisseur, posted a picture of him drinking Merlot while recording. In an essay adopted from the book that was published Friday by Political, Boehner defended former President Obama from criticism that he didn't work hard enough to reach bipartisan consensus. The former speaker saying, how do you find common cause with people who think you're a secret Kenyan Muslim traitor? Boehner also attacked leading members of the Tea Party, who he referred to as legislative terrorists. A story we talked about earlier, Joe, and I I hate to bring this back up because I don't want you to get angry again, but Mississippi's top election official getting heat for some remarks he made. Secretary of State Michael Watson said he's worried that the nation will suffer if more uninformed and woke college students become registered voters. He made that remark in a televised interview while describing President Joe Biden's executive order on promoting access to voting. Among other things, the president's order directs the heads of federal agencies to develop strategic plans to promote voter registration and participation. Well, after a user tweeted that video of Watson's remarks, former Mississippi Governor Ray Mabus offered his assessment, saying his talking points are from the 1950s, only slightly updated. Literacy tests, anyone? During the Jim Crow era, segregationist politicians in Mississippi and other southern states used literacy tests and poll taxes to effectively bar black people from voting. One 1955 voter application test directed election officials to name a numbered section of the Mississippi Constitution, not only asked voters to copy the text of the section, but then describe a reasonable interpretation of its meaning. Today is National Beer Day. (laughs) 
No. <laughs> I thought Chris might react yeah. to that one. Mm-hmm. Joe, how are we yep. celebrating today? I would rather have a tooth pulled right now than have a beer. <laughs> that is unusual, even by your standards. Right. <laughs> National Beer Day marks the day that the Cullen Harrison Act was enacted after having been signed into law by President Franklin Delano Roosevelt on March 22, 1933. That led to the 18th Amendment being repealed on December 5, 1933, with the ratification of the 21st Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Upon signing the legislation, the president made his famous remark, I think this would be a good time for a beer. The law went into effect on April 7th of that year in states that had enacted their own law allowing such sales. It could only be 3-2 beer at that point. People across the country responded by gathering outside breweries, some beginning the night before. The Cullen Harrison Act... Sirens was not the official end of prohibition in the U.S. That happened December 5th, 1933. What the Cullen Harrison Act did was to redefine an intoxicating beverage as a 3.2 beer, and then you could drink it. I knew you were going to bring this story up, John, so I went ahead and grabbed yes. the audio of that president's speech, and I have that ah. right here. She took my beer. In- police department. <laughs> Hello. Hi. No. They, gave, they told you to give it back to me. No. I told oh. them I wasn't going to give it to you. It's a fight over a beer. My name's John Bansley. <laughs> this they is why it was outlawed. They just picked me up for public intoxication. <laughs> uh-huh. And they dropped me off at my ex-wife's house. Okay. Mm-hmm. They gave her the beer and said, don't let them leave. Nope. And now she's got the beer and she says, I'm going to keep it. And all's, all's I got is that beer. That's the only thing I got oh my to my name. God. You know what? Oh. It'll all work out. I'll be out of this city. I'll be out of the state in two shakes of a lamb style. <laughs> I'm sorry for bothering you. That's okay. I'll have an officer come talk to you. We'll resolve it, okay, hon? Nah, you don't need to have an officer come over. Okay, well, I've got one in the area, so if you want to talk to him, he's, he's right out there over by your no house. What. Where did she go? I don't hear her anymore. Nah, she went in her room. She's probably talking to her new boyfriend. Oh, oh you got a yeah. personal phone number? You sound kind of pretty. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> airborne, my lady, airborne. <laughs> All right, airborne. Take care, John. He's a gentleman, oh, is what he is. She's oh. probably talking to her new boyfriend. The saddest thing. Honest to God. The mistake she made was she called him Hun, and that mm-hmm. that yeah. led oh, him to it opened the it. door. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Kenny. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner is reportedly exploring a run for California governor. Why governor. not? God, why not? <laughs> As current governor, get a Gavin TV Newsom show out of it. Faces a possible recall. She already had a show, remember? The former Keeping Up with the Kardashians reality TV star and Olympic gold medalist had previously entertained the idea of a political bid in 2017, saying at the time that she had considered running for the Senate in California. Jenner told John Katsimatis of the Cats Roundtable radio show in 2017, over the next six months or so, I've got to find out where I can do a better job, can do a better job, maybe perhaps in the political scene. Uh, Caitlin came out as a transgender woman in 2015, has been a vocal advocate for transgender rights and the LBGTQ community. On April 5th, Jenner's Twitter account retweeted someone's post saying the power Newsom has is ridiculous due to the state of California not fully returning to business as normal as the pandemic continues. Hey, Kenny, did Barney Fife hit the siren up there? No, it's That's not me. me Mine should Johnny. be going oh, here. It's John? Yep. Every, every Wednesday at 1. We, uh, we Mine is at Every Wednesday? 
Every Wednesday. Yeah. Oh. Every Wednesday? No, every first Wednesday. Every fr- yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Every first Wednesday of the month. And yes. mine should be going here in a couple minutes because mine is 105. Uh, did you get the story about the leaking ponds? The evacuation has I did ended? not get a follow. They, yeah, they did stop the evacuation. Yeah. Yeah. So you can rest easy, Such. Okay. You got a pond okay. or a pool? <laughs> well, I had no uh, immediate intentions to go to Tampa, but uh, it's good to know that they're okay. Well, you showed great concern down there for some reason. Well, I think and, that uh, sounds like a lot of bad stuff. I just wanted to rest your mind. Students at Lake Superior State University have had the unique opportunity to pursue a degree in cannabis chemistry since 2019. Now they can also get cash to do it. The university in, and I'm going to screw this up, South St. Marie, is that close? Sioux St. Marie. Sioux St. Marie, Michigan, is offering its first cannabis chemistry scholarship. Steadfast Labs, a cannabis testing facility in Hazel Park, Michigan, is funding an annual $1,200 scholarship for students who pursue a degree in cannabis chemistry at LSSU. The failed academy is thrown in the towel. (laughs) (laughs) Applicants must have at least sophomores or be at least sophomores and have a GPA of a 3.0. Preference will be given to students living in the Detroit area, which is where the company's service areas are located. Uh, It's not their first time serving as a trailblazer in the cannabis industry. In 2019, it opened the first cannabis chemistry program in the nation. Is there a chemistry program for brewers or people that want to... Uh, distill, if that's the word, Chris? I bet I there is. there is. I yes. bet there is. Yeah. So why would this be <laughs> bad then, Such? I don't know, Kenny. I'm just in a grump. I'm just a grump. You oh. are a well, grump. I'm in the mood to argue, and you won't step up to the plate. Come I don't on, have man. the let's, energy. Let's have, have a Donnybrook energy. here, man. A Tilly. Let's throw hands. Let's throw hands. Jeez. Yikes. The proud owner. Let's throw hands. Yeah. Proud owner of the world's longest fingernails. Ugh. Measuring a total of about 24 feet, 288 inches in all. What? That's about, that's, well, about 29 inches per nail. That's total, 288 inches for all 10 fingers. How do you tie has, your shoes? She now Never has mind that. Them. How do you do bathroom stuff? Without killing yourself. That. It's like what Louis Black said. He's got his own personal right. washer. Bathroom person. Yeah. Incidentally, uh, totally off topic, but since you brought up Lewis Black, have you guys seen the Seinfeld uh, driving in cars with Lewis Black? Is it great? Oh, it's hysterical because out of the blue, he'll just scream something at another driver (laughs) in in true Lewis Black fashion. All right, I have to find it. And it'll be obscene. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, back to the story. (laughs) Guinness world record holder Ayanna Williams has been growing her nails for almost 30 years. Uh, they stopped her from doing everyday things like washing up and changing the bed sheets, but she decided the, t- the time had come to chop them off in favor of what she calls a new life in which she can do more things, but she admits Normality. she'll miss the nails. It's a hell of a story. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before the cut, Ayanna needed between three Still or four doing bottles it, huh, <laughs> of nail polish every time she painted her nails. Yeah. So how about that? Where's huh? she from, John? Uh, let me go back here. India? From, uh, no, 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 no. She's from uh, the U.S., actually. I th- I oh, believe. really? Oh, I don't have a city here. Well, huh. It was in nuts. the story, but uh, yeah. I neglected it for some reason. Huh. Yeah. From Pennsylvania, another reason hold not on, to do hold drugs. On, hold on. Above Kids. the crazy line, we have 
the danger zone. This is your redheads, your strippers, anyone named Tiffany, hairdressers. This is where your car gets keyed, you get a bunny in the pot, your tires get slashed, and you wind up in jail. Understand yeah. something. This is not a static environment. No. This is a situation where you have got to use this matrix over time to develop some reliable data. So we can add 29-inch fingernails I would. To, to the danger I would. zone as what well. What was your name, John, or first name? Uh, Elena. Uh, let's uh -huh. see. It was A-L. Let me, let me go backwards here. A-L. Uh, Ayana. I'm sorry. A-Y-A-N-N-A. Ayana Williams. Yeah. You guys remember the, uh, the book, um, the record book, Guinness World Book of Records, and the guy that <laughs> used to be in there? I think he was an Indian guy, right? I mean, from India. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. And weren't they curly? Yeah. And just super gross. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. Uh, that's my she, story. She actually, uh, I actually said this in the story, but she was the Guinness World Record holder. There you of go. Of course she was, <laughs> Mr. FYI. Of course she was. Of course, I'm referring to a book that was out in, you know, 1973. But <laughs> never mind. Never mind that. From Pennsylvania, another reason. <laughs> I see you shaking your head at me. You know you're on camera, just Kenny. So. Uh, it's just sometimes you hurt my feelings. I'm sorry, Kenny. I feel bad. Sometimes. <laughs> From Pennsylvania, another reason not to do drugs, kids. Two people face charges in Clearfield County after state police were called to a Dollar General in Chester Hill Borough for a report of a woman wearing a hard hat, holding a crockpot lid as a shield, and carrying a bathroom scale. <laughs> Oh. You know uh, what? Nothing good ever line. happens at a Dollar General. We have General. the danger zone. <laughs> That's it. Yep. I love Dollar General, Joe. Why? Apparently you don't. No. You like the steak like Rookie well, does from the Dollar General? Is that no, where you got that the, dollar steak? Yeah. That's, no, that's the dollar, like dollar Tree. Dollar General is a little more upscale. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one my roommate shops at. She swears by it. Dollar General? I've never been in one. Yeah, I like them. Anyway, anyway, 25-year-old <laughs> Tiffany Kerfoot. Honest to God. <laughs> How you doing, Joe? <laughs> I'm really struggling with this BS. You're ready to wrap this, this show up, aren't you? Well, with Dollar General, give me a break. General, boom. How much are paper towels there, John? You got people there wearing a crockpot hat and walking around with a sword. And... How about soap? Oh. What soap run at the Dollar General? It better be a dollar. <laughs> Where was I? I'm I don't so know. confused. You're at the 25, Dollar General. Here we go. 25-year-old Tiffany Kerfoot of Phillipsburg was under the influence of drugs and said people were chasing her. That's why she was using the crockpot lid as a shield. He was so right. Your redhead, your strippers, and anyone named Tiffany. That's right. Boom. Now, there you go, Tiffany. Yep. I, uh, I'm yeah. itchy all over right now. My are entire you? body itches. You know what? You're fine. Don't give me this. You you have no idea what it's like to feel under the weather. Says says the guy wearing a paper towel for a hat, <laughs> criticizing the gal with the crockpot. <laughs> I don't think oh. any of us are well right now. No, no we are not. has taken a quick turn. Thank God it's National Beer Day. Let's take um, a six month hiatus from this show. Six yeah. months. All right. Six wow. months. That'd Six be, months. Let's see, May, June, July. August, I'm serious. September. My we'll belly be itches. My arms itch. My legs itch. Everything itches. Have you thought about a shower? Uh, I'm like, I, I'm panicking, so I'm taking two a day. You need some ointment. Well, that's why then your skin is drying out. Some yeah, salve. 
I need some you salve. You have dermatitis. You need ointment. something to put on it. Exactly. You know what I, I need? I need a new car, Joe. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Joe, you know what I could use, Joe? I could a Volkswagen Atlas. Uh, sign me up, my friend. Sign Volkswagen me up. Tiguan. Zero uh, percent like interest for seventy-two months on the Volkswagen SUVs at Schmelz Countryside or Maplewood. <laughs> God, you look that, good that, in an that. Atlas. They're a really good car. Really good car. Schmelz Countryside, of course, a multi-generational dealership. They don't own forty stores. They compete with the big guys by offering the best in customer service and maintaining relationships like they do with me. I'm on uh, at least the sixth car I've gotten from Schmelz Countryside. And through March, well, it's, we're, we're in April, but you tell them I said you could still get the same deal. Uh, Volkswagen <laughs> sign and drive SUV events, 0% interest for 72 months on all SUVs. Also other great Volkswagens on the floor and on the lot also. And a great tire event this month. Uh, pay for three tires and get one free. And you, you need that fourth one. You, you don't want to just stop <laughs> That's at crucial. three. That's crucial. You is, want yeah. the fourth one. And that's not, that applies to most makes models and sizes uh they've been on that southeast quadrant of highway 36 and 61 for way more than 60 years that's you know what that is that's 10 minutes east of minneapolis and five minutes north of st paul and that's nothing and you want to check out the inventory it's a great website it's updated constantly i stopped there yesterday by the way i went to uh schmelz yesterday what'd you do just kick a tire or two? Uh, I said, am I ever going to be talking well, you know, about the Fiats and the Alfa Romeos? And uh, Jonathan wasn't there, Jonathan Schmelz. So uh, for right now, we're still we're, uh, we're concentrating on the wonderful Volkswagen products. Uh, but check out all the inventory at SchmelzVW.com. They're right there in Maplewood, Johnny. Hi, how are you? Oh, you were yeah, done? Well, uh, the story about the person in the Dollar General. No, we can't that do that. A, we, we can't. Yeah, do that. Well, that was that was kind of the finale of the. Of how the about newscast. how about if I do this? <laughs> Thank, Thank you. It's <laughs> up in DK Mags is open on Old Eight in New Brighton. DK Mags, the place by which all other shops are measured. There. Also, all over the web at dkmags.com, have a very nifty YouTube page demonstrating the latest and greatest. And guess what? They also own Monticello Pond and Gun up in Cello. That means when you go in there, you end up owning something cool that you didn't even know you needed. I love that. When you stop in, you're going to be treated to a fine selection of firearms of all types, new and used and available to order, a wide variety of accessories, and a staff that cannot be beat. Always happy to answer questions, help with orders, set your mind straight, and send you home happy. And because they deserve it, law enforcement, first responders, current military and veterans, they all get an additional discount. Monticello Pond and Gun and DKMags.com. Gun shops run by GLers for GLers. You the talent. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Oh my goodness. Thank goodness we are not rolling oh. and we are off the air. But I, I would like, like to tell you four heart attacks there. <laughs> Did you count them? Oh. 
Oh, man. Hey, uh, let me tell you quick about our friends over at Sioux Falls Development Foundation. Spring forward with a new business location in Sioux Falls. They have build-ready sites and available buildings in Sioux Falls to get your company up and running fast. You can find fewer taxes, less red tape, and higher profits in Sioux Falls. Spring is a great time to check out SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. <laughs> it all started with Joe saying, I remember those days. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then things just got really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Only. How you feeling? How you feeling, Joe, before oh, we go? Oh, just like a million dollars. Uh, only because they come to us. Where do they come to us from? South Africa or something. All the way from Marloth Park in Mumpumalanga, yeah. South Africa, from our friend Tom Lyman, a.k.a. Wanda Gag. This is a particularly close to my heart. In 1846, <laughs> the St. Paul Post Office was established in Henry Jackson's store. In 1866... In Washington, D.C., the boy Fort Ojibwe signed a treaty ceding their lands in St. Louis and Kuchiching counties and establishing the Net Lake Reservation. And in 1924, a warrant was issued for the arrest of Joe Friedman, the uh, current uh, civil uh, uh, defense attorney in Minneapolis, operator of the Tower <laughs> Theater in St. Paul, where he had shown clips of the Dempsey-Gibbons boxing match. Tommy Gibbons, a St. Paulite who later became Ramsey County Sheriff, went 15 rounds with heavyweight champion Jack Dempsey in Montana on July 4, 1923. Because boxing was illegal in some states at this time, interstate shipment of such pictures was outlawed and Friedman would be charged with receiving and exhibiting fight films in violation of federal law. And of course, that was a very, huh. very famous fight. Uh, out in Montana, Tommy Gibbons and uh, Jack Dempsey in Montana on the 4th of July, 1923. But it turns out it was illegal to show it here. So Joseph Friedman, whoever he was, he had to be uh, arrested. Thank you, GLers. Wow. Thank you. Thank six you. months? Is that what you're saying? Six months? I think six months would be really great to retool the whole thing. <laughs> think so, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you well, in September. But before that happens, don't forget to download the PodMN app. <laughs> it was a big hit. Come on. And also, uh, please do us a favor and like and subscribe us on YouTube. The Garage Logic Podcast has its own YouTube channel where we are posting videos every single day. And you can also find all of our social media channels <laughs> at our website, which is garagelogic.com. We'll uh, hopefully check in with you tomorrow. 